the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame, it's more than football. It's making a difference through football. Stay tuned for the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. Hey, well, welcome back to Season 2 with the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. Man, I'm so excited. We're back. We're back. Man, we made the cut. I mean, you It know, was close. It was, well, I know. Yeah, uh, we were both on the bubble, but we made the cut. <laughs> Thank God. Well, I don't know if you were on the bubble, <laughs> but I slid up under there. Somehow made it back on. So thanks for having me back for season two. Oh, uh, no question. So I didn't ask you to bring your playbook because if I <laughs> asked you to bring your playbook, you would have had to hit the road. But you're back. <laughs> so congratulations. Well, you know what? I can't bring a playbook. I mean, I guess you know the kind of plays that I draw up are a little bit ganky. Is that what you're saying? Well, no. I'm saying if you had a, if I say, hey, uh, David. Bring your playbook and come see Coach. Oh. That means you're in trouble. <laughs> I got you. That's yeah. when you're getting the axe. <laughs> That's when you're getting the axe. When you're about to get cut and, yeah. uh, you know, it's like, hey, grab your playbook. I got uh, you. Yeah, I got that, you. I got that's, you. A, that's a bad day. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're not coming back. You're so. not coming back. But that's you're back, though. Well, I am back. I'm glad to see you're back because yes. that's what's really important is the, the audience. And, and we're having so much fun. We, we've got this second season. I tell you, we're, we've got a great lineup of, of uh, interviews this year. And I'm so excited about uh, the, the, the new uh, format that we're here. Thanks right. to Prominence Media. These guys are awesome. Jeter and Tank uh, have really made it uh, a step up for this podcast to where we can be a national audience. We do want to be a national show. Obviously, we have you in here. Right. You know, uh LaVon, what, uh, what is it about this season that excites you? Well, I tell you what, I, I love the upgrades that we do have. You can see my face and your face a little bit better. It's a little bit more. We're not in a witness federal program anymore. So that's good. So we got some lighting, which I'm very excited about. But no, what I'm really excited about is that we're going to be able to educate, empower, and encourage our audience. We're going to have some great guests that have great tips about leadership Great tips about life and how you can really fully pursue it. And also, we have we have talking points about how we're going to make South Carolina better. Well, I am all about that. You know, South Carolina uh, is such a great state. We have such great people here and so great promise. And to give hope, your lesson of hope, and to help everybody lead to uh, – South Carolina, great future where everybody's college and career ready. Yes. Working together, it's fantastic. And, of course, you know, LeVon, you were the uh, 1996, you got selected to the Pro Bowl. Right. How did that feel? Oh, it felt tremendous. I mean, it's, uh, it was a long time coming. I, we had some great guys, and, and in the AFC, we had some great linebackers. So for me to be able to get one of those spots, man, it was amazing, especially, you know, I think about coming from Lamar and how, you know, what a journey it was. It was amazing. It really was. And then in 1997, mm-hmm. you were invited back to the Pro Bowl. I was because, you know, nobody really likes a one Pro Bowl. <laughs> you you got to make it. You got to at least be there twice in a row. So that was one of my goals. And, and you were, what, 27 years old, 28 years old? 27, yeah. 27, 28. Yeah. And then... On top of that, you were the 1997 NFL Linebacker of the Year. Is that right? Oh, yeah. What does that mean? Well, it it means a lot. It means that, 
your peers and your colleagues and the coaches, they all respect you very much and they really appreciate your work. And, you know, it, it was humbling for me. I was really happy that I got it. I couldn't believe I got it because you had guys like Ray Lewis and Junior Seau. I mean, it was a, it was tough getting to the Pro Bowl with those guys. But that year, I was the linebacker of the year, man. It was kind of cool. That's fantastic. And then you were also the 1990s all-decade yes. team linebacker. Right. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. pretty big. And then the comeback, and, and of course, you, you got into uh, – you went to Clemson for a while in the admin department, learned mm-hmm. a lot about success there, and then got into coaching, coaching in high school, into college, and then into the pros – so you've really had a chance to see success at so many different levels. Well, you know, really the amazing thing was I got to see things in a different perspective. Um, I really learned a lot at Clemson University being in the admin department. It was wonderful. I worked with some great people. And then, you know, I went on to coach. I, I coached high school. I coached at the grass level. But I, I coached a team that never had a team before. So we had to teach people how to run. I mean, literally how to run, because most of those kids are running like this. And so I had to teach them how to run like this. And then, you know, I go on to the college ranks and then get a shot at the NFL for two years. And that was quite the experience. So I've coached on every level and I can't wait to coach some of our audience out there, too. Yeah, it's awesome. So, you know, season two, we're excited. It's going to be bigger and better than last year, which was superb. And, uh you know, LaVon, you've obviously been through a lot of success, mm-hmm. and we're going to have folks on this podcast that you're going to help find out what makes them successful, and so we can all hopefully rise up together. Oh, yeah, it's nothing better than a great story. And a lot of times you talk about football players, you talk about people and what they went through, the, str- the struggles, their life summary. It's amazing. And so, a lot of times you get so much from it. And I think our audience is going to get a lot from it. And I can't wait. And, and this year we've got the Mikey football segment. And that's so awesome. Mikey's going to bring some information to you. He has got a wealth of knowledge. And without further ado, let's bring Mikey football to you. Thanks, guys. This is Mikey football. We have a player spotlight today for the Blanchard Rogers Trophy, and we're going to go down to Coastal Carolina on the surf turf. This weekend, game day came, they played BYU, a top 10 team, and they won. Coastal Carolina has moved to 10-0, but one of the leaders of that team is redshirt freshman Grayson McCall, who was third string going into the fall, and now is a Davy O'Brien semifinalist for the National Quarterback of the Year. Now, you may not know this, but he has thrown as many touchdown passes as Trevor Lawrence. Pretty impressive, huh? Well, that's Grayson McCall, but he's also on our Blanchard Rogers Trophy watch list. So keep an eye on Grayson McCall. He is the future of Coastal Carolina and this state. Man, looking forward to Season 2 of the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. Back to you guys. Oh, man, Mikey, thank you so much for that report. That game was excellent. I I watched that game. I mean, go Coastal. Great win for those guys. One guy I want to mention, though, is uh, Grayson McCall. He's been playing splendid the whole year round, and I know he's going to be on our watch list. He's on our – I know it. That guy, Blanchard Rogers' watch list for sure. What a great quarterback. And, you know, Joe Mowgli, I do want to give a nod to Joe Mowgli. He's a a former – 
uh, humanitarian of the year and what a great leader he is. And so, hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you, Mikey Football, for all the great knowledge that I know you're going to be bringing our guest all season long. So you're going to love this. We'll be right back to the Wyatt Law Studios. So stay tuned. This week's podcast is brought to you by Parm Smith and Archenhold. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being back. We have an awesome guest today, the first season two interviewee on the Curry PA guest line. This guy has had so much hype. We're so excited. It's exciting. I can't wait to, to talk yeah. to him. Ray Ray McElrath Bay. Hey, Ray Ray. Welcome to the show, my friend. How y'all doing? I'm doing great. Uh, you know, I heard a rumor about you. You know, you want to know what the rumor is? What's the rumor? That Can't believe you, everything you hear. That you have a movie about your life coming out pretty soon. Is are the rumors true? Um, far as I know. Far as you know, it's the truth. So I guess it's more than a rumor. Wow, man, that is amazing. It really is. It talks about you and your brother and the story that you have and how you really stepped up to the plate to um, really raise your brother, to get him away from foster care, and you took care of him. Um, we're going to get into that a little bit later, but I want you to talk about your, your Clemson story. Like, how did that develop, you going to Clemson University? Started with uh, Coach Burns. Okay. Burton Burns was my recruiting coach uh, at Clemson University at the time. He was the running backs coach. I was playing in uh, Atlanta Public Schools here in Atlanta, and um, he came down, and we hit it off. It was a pretty good experience. Um, but I wasn't offered a scholarship to Clemson until I attended. Uh, it was called the Bowden Bowl, but now it's the Sweeney Bowl. Mm -hmm. It changes the name with the head coach. Um, but I went to the football camp at Clemson. Right. I was sponsored um, by my training group and a coach from Atlanta to come to the camp because I couldn't afford to do it uh, just paying because I think it was $270 for three mm. days. I couldn't afford it coming from my background. But my trainer and the coach got together, and they um, they made a way for me to make it there. And at that particular, scholar, at that particular camp, Rendrick Taylor was there. Rendrick oh, yeah. was Clemson top two at the time. And they made us battle. And we we went at it, and but my team ended up winning the whole tournament and all, and so that from that time they offered me a scholarship. Now the interesting thing about that also is that Billy Napier, who's the offense coordinator yeah. at Clemson now, was a GA then. Mm -hmm. He was a grunt. He was he was the guy, but he was he was the guy that made me feel like Clemson was home. During the camp, they had us stand in the shoe boxes, which are infamous. Um, and Coach Napier was there with me at night. He'll go over the plays and go over the things that we'll be doing in the next day. And it made me feel like home and like Clemson has always been for me. And so that's part of my Clemson story. There's so much more to my Clemson story. I don't think we have the time to interview to get into everything, though. I feel the same way about Clemson myself, going there, not being highly recruited and, 
you know, now that I got my name on the stadium, man, it's an amazing place. So I understand how you feel about Clemson. But tell us a little bit more about the movie. Uh, he Saint almost Pete. became a crier, too. I saw I, it. You know what? I didn't cry, though, <laughs> because strong man <laughs> cries on the inside, not on the outside. That's what they tell me. But uh, <laughs> now tell us about safety. How did that come about? Who reached out to you to do this story about your um, about your life? We go way back. Um it happened in 06. 06, okay. Back when this came out. Um, Todd Ellis, that, this, that's how it all started. Okay. Uh, his brother's name Clemson. is Mark. His, his brother's Mark, though. You might be talking about Mark. Mark, Mark came to Clemson. They talked to me about the movie and um, and actually making a movie out of the whole situation. And, I, and it, it sounded crazy to me. And they told me then that, you know, it, they was going to hook me up with a couple of guys. And we connected. We spoke. They said we're we're going to pitch the story. That was back in '06. Mm -hmm. Now I've been to four different studios with my story. Right. And they told me back then the producer, a guy named Mark Chardy, said back then that it might not happen immediately. It could happen ten years from now. It could happen twenty years from now. It could be, you know, you, you never know with these things. Right. And here we are, but. 12, 13, 14 years later, mm -hmm. and we're, we're making a movie about it. But um, Disney picked it up about two years ago. And, you know, me had done, done the contract three times already. Like, okay, Disney, okay, cool. They want an option to do my story. All right. And then um, I was living in Los Angeles. I was at work, and I got an email. I was working in a homeless outreach program called Hoppics. Right. And um, a family outreach specialist. I'm at work. You know, I, we, we hear people's, the worst of people's stories all day long. Sure. And a female saying that they green lit the movie. Wow. Yeah. In that work, like, it's just, just a random, not out of nowhere. And I couldn't help but cry. Like, I just sat there at work and cried. My coworkers thought, you know, I had just had taken on too much that day. But, no, I was I was happy. I was excited, and I just cried at work. And um, I guess that was the beginning of it all. Hey, well, speaking of the movie, why don't we check out the trailer from the Disney movie Safety? What does sacrifice mean to you? It means being selfless. Committed. Now, our tradition here is unlike any other. We're family. Now, Ray, these scholarships are yearly. You perform on the field, you perform in the classroom, and if you don't, they take that all away. Yes, coach. You can't be satisfied. There's no guaranteed spot on my team. This is my brother. Again. Baymar. He's coming. Ray, earlier this morning, I got her into a 30-day inpatient program. We'll be placing Faymar in foster care. Can't I just have a family member watch me? It's cool. She'll be getting back to school anyway. I'll be good. Something in me's awakened. Uh huh. Wait. I'll take him. All the naysayers stay praying that I wouldn't make. I had to bring my little brother to live with me on campus. Had to look inside, find the motivation. 
bridges and break limits. Mom's gone. It's just you and me. Trying to make a better way when the day's finished. You don't have to do this on your own. For the future, we winning the day winning. This is our story. I just want to leave a page in it. Why are you helping me? Everyone's family here. This is where you rise. This is where you shine. My brother and I had it kind of tough growing up. History in the making. History in the making. Clemson has given me the opportunity to change my life. Come on. My coaches. My teammates. Let's go, let's go. These men are my brothers too. History in the making. My favorite part of the trailer is when you, when it's like you said, I will take him, which I thought was a moving part. Could you kind of go and go back and tell us a little bit more about that time and space when you said, I'll take him? Okay, uh, I was saying that Faymar forced it upon me more so than anything. Right. Uh, he was he he didn't want to go back to my family um, situation. Uh, mm-hmm. They lived in Vegas at a time. They were staying in a weekly hotel, right. and so it wasn't the best of conditions. And I had been in similar conditions, but I guess I, I had been used to it. Uh, it was I was accustomed to it for the most part. Um, but he didn't want to go back. He said he would rather go to foster care. Hmm. And that's what moved me to tell them I'll take him. Wow. Um, and, but I had mentors at the time that I had one mentor, a gentleman named Tyrone Hill, who also went to Clemson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know and, Tyrone. Um, yeah. Um, he was, um, he cussed me out because he, he he had been there for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had we had known each other for years and he had knew my situation, knew my struggles. So he knew I was in no position to take on a kid. Right. And I was a student athlete and I was still, you know, trying to learn that whole process. Um, but, you know, but the moment after he found out, he made me be a parent. Mm. If I was in town, he'll make me wake up and make my brother breakfast. He'll make me. Um, check on everything that he has to do as far as school as everything is concerned. He'll, 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 he was there for me at every turn. And there was another gentleman named John Bell who also told me, like, hey, uh, you can't do any worse. And uh, it was like, go for it. And, like, worst-case scenario, you know, he's still in a better situation than he's in. So mm. that was... That was it. That was that was enough for me because I didn't tell no one. I, I just kind of did it, and then it happened. I guess everything kind of took off from there. Well, what man, you you say you didn't tell anyone? No, uh, I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> the only, only person knew was my roommate at the time. Now, who was your roommate at the time? Um, it went from James Davis to Paul Muse. Okay. And so uh, they both were there. Um, with, with James, my brother was sleeping on the couch. Same with Paul, because right. uh, it went from the fall into the summer. Because mm-hmm. James went home first first semester in the summer. So, but I had my brother there right at the end of the end of the school year. Were you just like saying, "Uh oh," when everything came out? Were you like, "Oh my gosh, this is this could go really really wrong"? Were you thinking that? 
at at the time because it went from my number was listed initially when mm-hmm. they did the story. Right. And so I got a, a, a flurry of calls. Sure. Just about anything, random stuff. People want to help me, trying to do things for me. And at the same time, I'm a student athlete, so I can't accept anything. Mm-hmm. And so I think I had like 162 calls and like the, the, the day the story dropped. Wow. Because they had just went to Clemson's website and got my phone number. Hmm. And uh, so that was crazy for me. And then um, I, I wasn't I wasn't ready for whatever everything that came out. I wasn't ready for how the rest of the world will react to my story. I guess similar to now. Hmm. Now, were you surprised that the NCAA kind of said, "Okay, yeah, we're gonna help let him take care of his brother"? Was that like a shock to you? Because it was kind of a shock to me when I, I heard about them saying, "Okay, we can." we can allow him to help his brother out? Um, well, it was a shock to me, but the first shock for me was that I was big enough to get suspended. Like, I was <laughs> on their radar enough to get suspended. I'm like, a little old me, why would you go out your way to to pick on me? Like, I'm nobody. Like, in right. my mind, it's not like... Right. But I'm, I'm just a regular kid. Like, but it, that's the part that got me where I was like, okay, now... So I wasn't so much surprised once it happened because I had seen the websites. I had saw the stories because back then there was a guy, Jim Rome. Yeah. Rome is burning was a show. Sure. And he had like went off. And then Stephen A. Smith, he did. He did a, a quick little snippet of how he was calling the NCAA a bunch of hypocrites. There was like, here's a guy trying to do the right thing. Mm. And they still come after him. And so I guess. I wasn't necessarily too much surprised once the NCAA came back because I, I figured once we would have to have this meeting that they were going to do something in my favor because they came all the way to Clemson to do it. At the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame, we always talk about uh, educating, empowering, and encouraging. And I just wanted to know, now, what would you like people to get out of your story? I knew my story could change people's minds about different things and could affect people, but not to this magnitude. Um, I've told my story many of times. I've, I've lived my story. And even with, like, to, to know that, because Clemson, the, the safety movie, um, it covers maybe a four-year period of my life. Mm-hmm. And... And that's scary to me to know that 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 Tim thinks that it's going to be the next Rudy movie, and it's it's four 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 cool years of my life. Like that's a big movie to kind of live up to. Like Rudy's Rudy's yeah. a classic, right? How's your brother doing at this point in time? Is he doing pretty well? Yes, yes. He's 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 at that moment where he's trying to find out what he wants to be in life, mm. and I think with everything that has happened is kind of thrusting him into a position where he has to decide really fast. He feels rushed now. Oh, okay. Um, when I was his age, I was flying under the radar with my life decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, so what I decided to do, because I had to come to grips with, Hey, I'm not going to play professional football. And, um, 
I don't know. They they need to do a class on that for athletes. I think because there's 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 hmm. so much emotion that goes with what you thought you would be doing for your whole life, and then you know you're not anymore. That is and, interesting. That is interesting. <laughs> so, Go on. Tell us more. Right, but it, 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 but it, it, I know. See, you played in the NFL, and it, it doesn't just happen for NFL players. It happens for a bunch of college guys because a lot of us spent our whole lives telling ourselves that what we were going to be when we grow up mm-hmm. was a professional football player. Right. And no matter how many times you say your backup plan, if you're really convinced that you're going to play professional football. Your backup plan is not really a plan. It's just what you say. It's got it in the air. What you going to do when you're not playing football? It's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do a, you know, I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to buy a house. I'm on the, um, well, I can't even remember what my backstory was for what I was going to do after I didn't play football. Because my story, I'm going to play football. I don't right. know who you're talking to. I'm going to play football. Sure. And because um, I think you got to have that mindset actually to make it. But a lot of us don't. And is is that kind of stuff that I think um, speaks more to life. Mm. But there's other things that happen in my life where I think would would also be uh, much more helpful to the common non-student athlete uh, and just regular people because it's, it's so many struggles and trials that go go beyond just now like because even now because I, I i tell people like there's random people that i'll hit up on the internet and be like send me your cash app and then i'm just going to send you some money hmm. and because and then they ask me why would i do such a thing and they're just like because there were times i was crying in the dark It's all good, brother. It's a beautiful thing to care. And I, Pass it on. And I pray for moments like this. And, yeah, like, this is my moment. So, like, hmm. I just want everybody to be happy. And so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of. I'm having my moment again. Just it's it's perfect. It's perfectly okay. It really is. This is um, this is an amazing uh, interview. You know, thinking about it all, it's crazy. Hmm. Wow. So, but yeah, uh, it's been one of those one of those things. Right. It was tremendous that you grace us on our show. Uh, we really, really, really do appreciate it. And the movie Safety will begin streaming on Disney Plus on December 11th, right? Am I right? Yes, December 11th on Disney Plus. Uh, it's a story about you and your brother, Famar. It's a beautiful story. Uh, I was at Clemson during that time, and uh, I was I was honored to meet you. And, and just hearing about it was amazing, so... Thank you so much for sharing with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you all having me. And, uh, you know, hearing my story and getting it out to other people to hear it. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Thank you very much. That's awesome. Thank you, Ray Ray. Ladies and gentlemen, what an incredible interview with a great man who's got a lot more 
to bring. He is a, a difference maker. He's a leader. He's someone who we're very proud of. We know you are too. So go check out, support the movie. We're the Inside Blitz with Levon Kirkland. This week's podcast is brought to you by Spinks. All right, so let me lay this new segment on you. You know, designed to help take South Carolina students to the top 10 in the country in college and career readiness. You know, LaVon, you as an administrator at Clemson mm-hmm. learned that a lot of folks' problems wasn't that they didn't have the intelligence. I mean, tell us about that. Yeah, it wasn't because they didn't work hard or they didn't desire to do better. It's just that they didn't have the information. So our next segment is basically an informational warehouse where you can get all the information you need. And we call this segment the quick hit segment. So it's going to be designed to educate, empower, and encourage you in digestible bites that we'll serve up each week. So we hope you like these quick hits. Bridge Builder Quick Hits, brought to you by Wyatt Law. All right, David, I got a quick hit for you. All right. Hey, what do you think this is? Looks like a football. Ah, my man, it is a football. And we got a really good illustration of how this football and education goes together. So okay. I'm, a, I'm about to educate you well, here. I need it. All I right, here it. we go. So do you think you, if I put this on the ground, do you think you can stand on it? You can touch it. Let me see that, man. You know, I was born in the morning and it was early. Yeah. But it wasn't this morning. It wasn't this morning. I don't think I can stand on this, Levon. David, you are absolutely right. If I put this on the ground, you couldn't stand on it alone. Now, I think you might be football. David, what is this, Pertel? This is a book. This is a book. So if I put this book on the ground, do you think you can stand on it? I do believe I can stand on that. Yes. I think huh. even I can stand on that book, LeVon. David, you are smart. So let me hold that football one more time. When we're talking about the Bridge Builder Program, we're talking about educating, empowering, and encouraging. And we want to let you know that sports is a great vehicle. It can get you to a lot of places, but you really can't stand on it. It's not a great foundation. But this, my friend, the books, the education, is a great foundation. And you can stand on them forever. Listen, I played football for 11 years in the NFL, but I had to come back to this. And this gave me a great foundation. I tell you what, man, it's fantastic. Education, the Bridge Builder Excellence Program, quick hits. Get yourself an education, something that you can stand on. Everyone wants to be a part of something bigger. But not everyone will. Everyone has goals. But not everyone knows where to start. We are not everyone. Are not everyone. Are not everyone. Are not everyone. All right. A great foundation. Yeah, man. Great foundation, man. This show is a great foundation. Wow. I tell you what. Ray Ray McElrath Bay. Yes. The movie's starting uh, tomorrow. So, wow. What uh, an amazing show. I'm so excited about this show. Uh, it's an amazing show because we're going to do something that's very unique. We're going to talk to people about their story, how it relates to other people, and I just can't wait to this season. I really can't. No doubt. So thanks for sticking in there with us. We hope that you will. We're going to reserve a spot for you next week. So, hey, have fun with us. Be a part of this show. Tell your friends about us. 
And uh, tune in next week to the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. I'm your co-host, David Wyatt, saying see you next week.